0: I suppose that overnight success does is a thing in some very specific cases, but typically an entrepreneur, what you see is you have a lot of a lot of emotional side that goes on, a lot of time that goes between the the moment you create an idea or you you have an idea, you bring it to life, you conceptualize, and then you actually launch, and then you actually, you know, it finally takes off. There is a lot of time that goes. You know, in between those two, from, from start to success, correct? And usually people see you know, the tip of the iceberg and they don't see everything that goes behind the scenes.
1: So today we're filming a special episode here at the Kimpton Epic Miami Hotel in South Florida. Um, A special series is part of Jen's talk and we got with us Nico Norena my guy how are you good to see you man good, good to see good, you man good. i know we've been talking a little while i was yes. bothering you while you were on a honeymoon
0: no yeah but i i don't consider that bothering honestly i consider i thought you were gonna say you don't consider it a honeymoon <laughs> no no no, no it was definitely a honeymoon it was a beautiful <laughs> one too let me tell you <laughs> where'd you <laughs> go incredible uh we we're very blessed we did uh maldives and dubai oh wow yeah
1: which ones do you like better
0: it depends man dubai is more of like uh miami city very you know technology technology and beautiful high rises extremely hot but really really cool lots of awesome restaurants which is right up my alley but then you have maldives which is this beautiful paradise with turquoise waters and you know incredible hotels and everything's picture perfect all the time so i'd say that it depends on what you're looking for i personally love both i think it has to be a healthy
1: combination of one and then the other okay yeah so you just got married yes congratulations thank you you run a a company yes. called the succulent bite. Correct. You've been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. For the people who know you by that page but don't know who Nico Norena is, mm-hmm. what's the backstory there? On Succulent Bite? On you. On me? Who are you? Who's the man behind the persona?
0: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you a little bit about me Uh, briefly. I I was born in Chicago. Uh, My parents are from Colombia and from the US. I grew up in Madrid, in Spain, and uh, then I moved over to Miami 15 years ago. Uh, I've grown up uh, luckily traveling the world since I was little with my mom. She used to take me on these beautiful trips across the different countries. Across different countries. <laughs> and uh, so I grew up eating around the world, right? I grew up involved in multiple different... Uh, uh, surrounded by different cultures and different foods. And that's what kind of sparked my interest in culinary from the get-go. Yeah. Um, my grandma as well, she used to cook these delicious meals at home. So I was always in the kitchen you know, with her, um, learning whatever I could and participating as, as much as I could at, from a young age, correct? Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how... I started forming who I am today yeah. <laughs> as a human being and who, what you see today uh, on the brand, reflected
1: on the brand. So tell me about the brand. Like for, it, It's a, a, a combination of a social media page, but you do a lot more than what people just see online. Mm-hmm. Walk us through sort of the entrepreneurial side of things. In what sense? So like you're, you're essentially an entrepreneur. Correct. Right. So what was that transition like? Because you weren't always an entrepreneur. Correct. You moved into that. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? So I, okay. So initially
0: I started Succulent Bite during college, uh, but while I was at college, I was also working at a marketing consulting firm, which taught me immense amounts of information and, and, and best practices in the marketing world. Uh, from there, I kept working on Succulent Bite in parallel and I moved over to a pharmaceutical company uh, where I worked in sales for five years. Um, I, was, I did very good at the company as well. And then I decided to take the leap and become a full-time uh succulent bite so in order to get there i think that there was a lot of preparation that went you know on not only the the structure side of it so you know making sure that the company was or the succulent bite my own company was structured and and it was following all the necessary guidelines i was i was having you know the clients the recurring clients um I had a vision and a, and a good strategy for the growth of the company, and then is when I finally said, okay. After after five six years into it, I finally said, okay, now it's time to finally take the step in that direction and and apply everything I've learned in the marketing world, in the sales world, because pharma sales teaches you a a lot about sales and a lot about customer relationship management and a lot of of how to manage your time and and manage a schedule, and that's what I applied into. The succulent bite. And that's when I decided, OK, you know, when everything was kind of in line and in order, I said it's time to, to take the step. But it was a very calculated decision. It wasn't, you know, an overnight thing that I was like, OK, tomorrow. No, you know, it, I, I had been I had been, you know, macerating and, and, and cooking that for for years until right. I finally said, OK, now I can do it.
1: And I think that's the interesting point is a lot of people mistake the concept of entrepreneurship. Like yeah. you're just going to jump into a new business model or you're going to just start a new business tomorrow and all of a sudden expect to skyrocket. Right. I think a lot of people sometimes don't understand that it takes time. I agree. To build towards something. And I agree. And, and that's what happened here.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, the, I think that I, I suppose that overnight success does it is a thing in some very specific cases but typically an entrepreneur what you see is you have a lot of a lot of emotional side that goes on a lot of time that goes between the the moment you create an idea or you you have an idea you bring it to life you conceptualize and then you actually launch and then you actually you know it finally takes off there is a lot of time that goes you know in between those two from from start to success correct and usually people see you know the tip of the iceberg and they don't see everything that goes behind the scenes and that's you know that's i think what what what's going to differentiate a successful entrepreneur is going to be the person who can actually stick through that stick through those ups and downs emotional stick through the through the self-doubt the imposter syndrome which i'm sure we'll touch on (laughs) throughout the podcast right Uh, and can actually come up successful on the other side and if they don't come out successful, then learn from that mistake and go again and hit it again on a different angle, different product, different idea, whatever it is that, you know, we're, they're, they're creating. Uh, but, but, but be, you know,
1: consistent and, and be there. Yeah. So let's go to the imposter syndrome piece yeah. there. Again, the concept of overnight excess, success, people think, you know, unless you've somehow gotten x number of followers or sold x number of dollars worth of things or products or services that you're failing you're not really you're an imposter ultimately mm-hmm. how did you deal with the imposter syndrome of going from a corporate style job to suddenly being on your own well
0: look my definition of imposter syndrome i think that's the correct one right is when you have when you're self-doubting yourself and you or yeah, when you, when you have self, <laughs> when you're filled with self-doubt yeah. and. And you believe you might not be good enough for what you're doing. Like you shouldn't be there. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't belong. Um, How did I overcome that? I think that there's a variety of things. One, I think you have to be very, very intentional in what you want to accomplish and have clear goals in mind. Two, I think you have to listen to other people and learn from other successful people who have already gone through that and learn from them and see, hey, how did they go through it? So, for example you mentioned something very interesting and it's, it's those key metrics, right? Those metrics, the, how many followers, the, how much are you making the, and those are not necessarily the only metrics that matter in order to be able to overcome, you know, or become successful as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, for example, it took me one year to get to my first 10,000 followers. Then it took me another three years to get to half a million. And then in the next two years, boom, skyrocketed onto, you know, new, um, new realms that I, that when I started six, seven years, eight years ago, I, m- I might've not even imagined or dreamed of, right? Yeah. So I think it's being able to persevere through those ups and downs, through that self-doubt, understand that you do belong, you do belong. If you believe in your idea and you're staying true and authentic to what you're creating, I think that you belong. And, and you remind yourself of that, have some self-love, some self-care and, and have a, I think it's also important. I was very lucky to have a family my family, who always believed in me, who always supported me, said, no, man, keep going. You got this, you know. And I personally looked at myself in the mirror when I and I still do to to today's date. Uh, I have affirmations that I do in the morning and I look at myself in the mirror and I say, I'm successful. I, I am capable. I can do this, you know, and, and because if I don't remind myself, then I can't I, I can't rely on others to do so for myself. Right. I have to
1: do it myself. And and yeah that's that's kind of incredible hard. so what happens on the days where the affirmations are not working <laughs> you're not feeling yourself yeah. you know a deal's gone bad or something yeah. didn't work out what happens there like how do you work through those moments i man i again going back to the clear goals and the commitment that
0: you have from the beginning i it's just you know you i personally i i suck it up i say you know what yes i can i can do this let's just keep going and, and learn from whatever i need to learn and keep pushing yeah. right and it's just and it's just not allowing that that little voice in your head that starts <laughs> you know yeah. speaking things that it shouldn't be speaking in your mind saying yeah. mm, maybe you're not you know so good as you think you are well you know what quiet that voice and keep going and yeah. and that is just kind of hardcore for me like that i just i just say obviously there's there's days where it's a little harder than others yeah but i'd say i'd say power through um and and disregard it if possible and just kind of you know keep at it because right. because you know you need to push yourself consistency consistency yeah. which yeah. i
1: think people often mistake like so my understand, or the way i see things is a lot of people are waiting to be motivated to do something but they don't sometimes understand that you're not going to just automatically wake up motivated you have to do the work to go and get motivated you're building a habit and you're building that consistency and that discipline that ultimately leads you to becoming self-motivated because you have it like you wake up and it's an automatic day after day after day you're stacking days i agree i agree and going back to what you're saying i mean i think that there's a there's a a line that I really
0: like that says discipline will take you places where motivation can't. And I think that I like that one. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's very powerful because it, it goes hand in hand with what we were just discussing about the days where you're not sure if you're going to be able to achieve what you need to achieve. And that's where really discipline has to kick in, yeah. because that's where that's where you really are going to hold yourself accountable. You're really going to push hard um because like you said self-motivation you'll eventually get to self-motivation but there's there's days that even when you do have it you don't you know so so that's when you say you know you stay disciplined you stay focused and you
1: stay consistent no awesome what advice would you if you were starting over uh-huh what advice would you give your younger self or what advice would you give yourself if you were starting over rather if i was starting over i think i'd
0: say be more consistent at the beginning. I mean, I was pretty consistent. Yeah, I really was. But obviously, if I had the vision that I have now, I would be at this. You'd be where you are now I'd be sooner. W- correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I that that's not a really fair thing for me to say. So I'd say, I'd say take bigger risks um, and be a little more aggressive at the beginning to be able to catalyze growth faster, right? Um, but I also started when I was. 21 (laughs) and and the 21 year olds of today are a lot more advanced than the 21 year olds of my generation right i mean i'm I'm, i just turned 30 and you know technology was different social media was completely different um it's it's a different landscape right right than what we see today so at the end of the day you know you have to again give yourself props for what you've achieved i'd say that knowing what i know today yes be a little more risk taker and and a little more aggressive in achieving what i want to achieve faster yeah Yeah.
1: is there what is it about entrepreneurship at least from your lens that's that people oftentimes misunderstand or they mistake like they they have this incorrect notion of what to expect from entrepreneurship because a lot of people glamorize it right Mm -hmm. like they glamorize the lifestyle of Correct. I'm going to, you know, wake up, I'm going to do a couple of deals, a couple of meetings, I'm going <laughs> to chill by <laughs> the pool. And then you actually don't really realize that you're working super long hours, <laughs> seven days a week. Sometimes you're, sac- you're there's a lot of sacrifices. <laughs> what What's your take on that? I have to say
0: that there is a lot of commitment that goes when you're an entrepreneur. Um, I believe that, like you say, it's not all the glam that people think of it to be um it's very easy to see once again what you see on a screen or the idea that you may have of a certain concept nevertheless don't mistake that for the all the hard work the longer hours for example when i started i worked my full-time jobs and then i went overtime and worked on my own projects right suckling back until maybe one two in the morning three, four times a week, you know, and I had the energy to do it. Right. And then I woke up the next day and I hit the ground running again for my full day job. And then I went again. And, and at the beginning that looked, you know, like, like, you know, going to film at restaurants after work, exhausted, you know, I didn't want to do absolutely anything else. (laughs) because I said, no, I need to bring this to life. So, you know, I went and I changed at home and then I put on the different pair of clothes and whatever. And then I went out again after a full day of work, and, and filmed at two locations and then edited the videos myself and then emailed proposals for new opportunities and pitched different agencies. I mean, it was nonstop. So, yes, I think that especially at the beginning, while you get the machine running, yeah. you are going to work an excessive amount of hours. But that's very important in order to be able to build the structure for that machine, which eventually will allow you to live a certain lifestyle. Yes, that is true. That is true. For example, I mean, sometimes you wake up and, and you have a slower morning than other days. You know, for example, this morning, for example, I woke up, I had a cup of coffee, went to the gym, wellness, right? Things that are important to me, had my apple cider vinegar with lemon <laughs> and a cup of hot water, you know, because yeah, that's part of it. 100%. I've heard about apple cider it's, vinegar. It's, yeah. uh, it's very good, man. I suggest okay. <laughs> I recommend it. Recommend um, And then I I started working, I started my my day today at 11 in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. I started my my first email started going out at 11 a.m., for example, today. But yesterday, I was up at 7.30 in the morning, and I started filming my recipe for the day, which was a campaign, a huge campaign, that started at, I started actually filming at 10.30 in the morning, but I started prepping since 9.30, and I finished at 6 p.m. So that's eight hours of full-on filming, and I stopped at 6 p.m. only to then export all those videos, send them to my editor. So really, I worked until probably 9 p.m. Um, and that's another typical day in the life as well. Yeah. But that's, again, something that not everybody sees. They so just I, see the finished product. Exactly. They see the finished product. They see the really fun trip. But what they don't see is all the sacrifice and all the commitment and all the long hours. And it, it, takes, it, you know, it, it takes time and it takes yeah. effort and, and it takes consistency. And, and yeah. Why is wellness so important in in your line of
1: work? I think that, well, I mean, for me specifically, wait, what do you mean? Like, why is it such an, like, a lot of people don't prioritize wellness, taking care of themselves, giving themselves a break. Mm -hmm. Why, from your perspective, as someone who just said you do that, you actively do it, why is that so important?
0: For me, it was a lifestyle change. I didn't necessarily keep it so much in mind at the beginning. and i'm just putting that out there so that i can then you know come to my answer which is um when i began creating recipes at home for example i was eating cheesecake every single day Hmm. during the pandemic right so every single day slice and a half of cheesecake what happened i gained some weight my cholesterol went up a little bit because hey everything has to be in moderation which is what i always tell my fans is like guys you know everything in moderation the fact that you're seeing desserts every day doesn't mean that you should be eating desserts every single day. That's just content that I'm putting out there for you to create at home, share with your friends and family at a, at a you know, at a, at a, at a, the, the, sorry, blinds, at, the, like at a, at the, at a regular human pace. At a regular human pace, correct. <laughs> so, so not the way I was consuming at home because I was filming every single day, correct? Um, so why is wellness important for me? Because I think that without health, you can't really build anything else, right? Health has to be your utmost priority all the time. Um, also, stress came, comes a lot with yeah. being an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. And stress manifests in lots of different ways. Back pain, chronic back pain, um, not being able to sleep well, um, you know, being anxious throughout the day. So being able to work on that, is a priority for me now because you know it affects also your performance in your day-to-day life with your friends with your family with your business so what are some of the things i personally do to maintain that balance is well now we work out almost every single day uh in the mornings we have time allocated in the day to in my in my house with my wife right um to talk about how we're feeling in the day to enjoy each other's company just you know sit down and and watch the sunset one afternoon so all that takes part into what wellness really is for me keeping a balanced diet which is something i think i've always done but it's very easy to deviate from that in my line of work right right so you know being able to say okay i'm although i'm filming most of the days of the week that doesn't mean i'm going to be eating in massive amounts everything that i'm creating which pops the question what do you do with everything that you create? Right. Because I get that a lot. So it's like, does it go to waste? No, the answer is no. And I I give that out to the staff in my building, friends, family, you know, everything in moderation for everybody. And yeah. then it's okay. You know? Yeah. So, so that's kind of how I, I tackle wellness and why it's so important for me is because I think that you need to achieve a balance and homeostasis as much as possible and be, mm-hmm. you know, be a well-rounded version of yourself. You know, as much as possible yeah. yeah
1: is there something that you don't do that you want to start taking on to improve
0: yes i do want to start doing yoga and meditation how come
1: <laughs> yes um and i'm sure i don't know if that's
0: something that a lot of people answer i personally think that i was just uh, recently in our honeymoon we we did a, a yoga class and um i realized how stiff i am <laughs> i am very non-flexible <laughs> and you know i'm not yeah and i realized that my back my the back pain that i've been having lately is is because of lack of 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 elasticity and because of the position that i'm in all All day when i'm filming and the yoga instructor at the hotel we're at he said nico you need to be stretching more you need to be allocating time of the day for this you're not sleeping enough you need to allocate time to meditation and and be able to or, or meditation or any other form of calming yourself down before going to bed in order to be able to get a good night's sleep and good rest. Right. And, um, so yeah, so those are some of the things that I, that I, I want to work on right now. I want to go back
1: to the, the succulent bite for a second. Mm -hmm. You you were working in marketing and then you were doing this on the side. Yes. How did you scale it? I think a lot of people are, uh, you know, myself included always trying to better understand how businesses get scaled to the point where now, there's just recurring income, recurring projects, recurring work. You're bringing mm-hmm. on new staff. How did you? What What was that transition moment? How did you get there? The first thing I did was
0: hire an editor, an editor who would edit all my videos. So right. he's an awesome guy who does an outstanding job, um, and that's something that, for me, was immensely uh, liberating because it allowed me to take back a lot of time that i would usually allocate so for example uh, a video usually takes it took me maybe six hours to edit just by sending it to him i'm already getting back six hours of my week you know for that one video which allows me to then put it onto another series of projects that i'm working on or more content for the page or you know xyz more quality time at home with the family or whatever it is right um so that was one another one was delegating work in other areas so for example i have no i have a a design team that i work with when i need uh creatives and and stuff like that that i that i hire as well on a on a per contract basis Mm -hmm. which helps me a lot um that thunder yeah yeah, it was pretty intense <laughs> yeah, yeah it was pretty intense The weather here in miami is a little yeah, bit finicky it's a little finicky <laughs> yeah, yeah this
1: morning it was raining and then it was super sunny and, and now and it's now thunder it's and now it's thunder again yeah it, this is how it is it's just how it
0: is you never know <laughs> i think that that comes with time as well and once you prove your worth to the brands the agencies that are there um sourcing for influencers so for example uh i've, I've worked hard on building or intentionally on, on building good relationships with the agencies that I've been fortunate to work with, right? So being able to do that plan or having having taking conscious action on that end allows you to be scalable in the sense that you're going to have more incoming business on the longer run. So for me, it's all about providing the best experience, customer experience to my customers or my clients or the brands I work with or the agencies um, because I really want them to... To a see my worth, b value what I do because you know I think that what I do, what I create, has immense value, and I think they see that as well. And being able to be recurrent and and have recurrent recurrently work with these brands is is ultimately you know the ultimate goal and the ultimate you know blessing, if you will. Yeah. Um. So in terms of yeah, in terms of scalability, it's it's customer relationship, uh, hiring a team as much as possible, and then or yeah, or delegating work wherever you can. And then for me also, my wife, um, Ariana, she's helps me tons with Succulent Bite, tons. Uh, I maybe should have started with her because honestly, she's the one that's there uh, cheering me on. She's there um, holding the camera when I need the camera to be held. She's there pitching me new ideas. She's like, hey, Nico, you know what you should do for your next video? Because I saw this and it's trending. Maybe you should try this out. And I'm like, this this is cool, right? So being able to bounce ideas Mm. off somebody else that's all part of scalability and that's all a part of, you know, freeing up your time and, and mental space.
1: Why is it so important to have someone so close in your circle be that supportive and, and sort of so complementary to everything you're trying to do?
0: Well, because the opposite is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine having, okay, so let's put the two scenarios. We have A, in one hand, the person who doesn't have somebody and is, or maybe three scenarios. And it's just all self-motivation or you know dedication and consistency and you just have to that person has to do it all on his own or her own okay then you have the other scenario where you have a person who has who is not aligned with the person they live with for example or their 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 couple their whoever that is they, if they don't have if they have somebody that's just pulling them back then it's even harder for them to progress. Mm. But then you have scenario three, which I believe is is the way to go if possible. And that's having somebody who is there to support you um, and who's there to cheer you on. And I'm not saying be dependent on that because you have, again, you have to keep yourself accountable for yourself. But I am saying it definitely helps in 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 getting you through, through times, through times that maybe you need a little extra push or you need a, a pat on the back or you need... A fresh new idea. Or you need somebody just to sit down and listen to what you have to say and then just kinda, you know, be there for you. And mm-hmm. I think that everybody needs that one person or a group of people. Sometimes it's a group of people. But do you have a lot of people in your circle? To. I not a lot. I'm a I'm a closed closer circle closed <laughs> I'm a smaller circle yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Um why I, the reason why is because not everybody is aligned with your goals and not everybody is aligned with your ambition. And sometimes there's conversations that you can have with people who think you who you think have they have your best interest in mind and maybe they don't. And that energy, that negativity, that I try to stay away from from that as much yeah. as possible. Could be draining. It could be very draining. Yeah. It could be very draining. And think about everything we've discussed so far. And then on top of that, you have people who are pulling you back no man i mean you yeah it's already hard enough be hard on, to like you know, move forward exactly yeah. it's already hard enough uh, doing it and and succeeding at it and keeping at it imagine having to add that extra layer of you know so so wherever you can optimize good energy good vibes good i try to surround myself with people like that and but the people that i actually speak to about my business and my emotions and are very few my mom my wife uh select friends two or three mm-hmm. who i actually call and be like hey man so this and you know they'll be there
1: but it's it's in a handful of people really yeah yeah well it's important to have that small circle of people that you can trust in your network people yeah. that you could bounce ideas off of people that you could rely on people that if there's something that's not working you can turn to and say hey this is not working yes. you know what's the advice and you know the advice is coming from a good place it's exactly coming from a place that actually wants to see you succeed not from a place of we're going to give you sort of fake advice or false advice and and secretly hope that you fail
0: or that are going to go and take that information and you know just macerate on it and just put bad vibes into it and then and then just kind of and then gossip about it with other people you know that that's not yeah (laughs) the kind of things you want
1: to stay away from if you ask me yeah so what what's next like what are you envisioning happens next for for you for nico and for succulent bite um
0: well i currently am working uh with ariana on a consumer good product which is coming out hopefully this year um that's what we're aiming for we've been working on it for a couple of years already so we're very very excited for that i will not disclose more until <laughs> very soon because but, but hey maybe when the podcast airs it'll already be launched who knows We'll see. Yeah. but but that's something that we are working on um and the reason why again is to have that second company that we're working on together if you will um so an that's- alternative
1: stream of income Correct. Which yes. Is super important. Correct. Yes. If, if especially as an entrepreneur, because sometimes you know that one main source of income doesn't always come through. Yeah. And it's yeah. not the same
0: amount. It's not on the same day. And it's. I agree. I agree. It's important to always have multiple different streams of income. That's definitely another reason why we're doing it. Uh, a goal with that is to build the future for our kids. For example, hmm. is it's a company that we're building that we hope, you know, obviously it's a lot of work and there's a lot of to be done. But that's something that we pray that will provide for the rest of our for the family for generations to come. Yeah. So you know, again, going back to ambition, entrepreneurship that that's kind of that's what we're aiming for. Um, and then what else? Uh, no, I mean, right now I'm I'm really focused. <laughs> I'm really focused on that. Uh, obviously, keep succulent by growing. Keep you know enlarging. Uh, keeps up. Keeps up. obviously keep succulent by growing keep growing my audience keep giving them content that they love uh keep working with these beautiful awesome brands that i've been able to work with um, throughout the past years currently and in the future and um and yeah man just staying focused on on those areas and and expanding i think it's important to expand i'm not going to say fast but i'm going to say at a at a smart pace with Why? cadence because when you I, I in my experience when you try to do too much at the same time you end up not doing it well and in today's day and age where you know everything has to be quality and and well thought of and curated and again it's going back for example take a clear example of content for example content these days everybody can create content so it's quality content what what you really need to be putting out right it's not just you know some rent. no it's you have to curate it. You have to make sure that it's good, that you study it. You, How does your audience react to it? So the same way, the same approach that you create content with is what I create my future companies with. Is yeah. one at a time, structured and then oil that machine well so that it runs, like we said at the beginning, it'll have to take hours extra of your day and of your week. And it, it might be, you know, at the beginning, especially if it's something that you've never done before. For example, it'll be our first time launching a CPG. I've never done that before. I've worked with tons of CPG companies, but I've never launched my Sorry, own. CPT? CPG, CPT? consumer... Uh,
1: product good? Product good, yeah. I see, okay.
0: Um, so, you know, so, so being able to, to bring that to life it is going to take a lot so you have it needs my full attention well part of my attention right because the other right. part has to be on self bite yeah. but that's why i say one at a time but doing it well and especially like Gary Vee says being very patient um being very patient and understanding that it takes time but good things take time and when you you know when you when you're tenacious and you you go at it then you'll eventually succeed as well so,
1: yeah yeah is there um when you say being patient, mm-hmm. it's not an easy thing to do. Correct. Because you, you see what's possible and you just want to yeah. jump into it. You want to go to the next thing. You want to go to the next thing. What's next? What's, how much more can I take on all at the same time? Right. And then you tend to, well, people in general tend to take on more than they can actually do. Mm-hmm. And to your point, they don't end up doing everything very well. They kind of half-ass everything. Correct. How do, you, how do you keep yourself disciplined
0: in that way? In not taking too much at the same time yeah. or in being patient? Both. Both? <laughs> well, I think that... Man, it's hard. Let me tell you. It yeah, is hard. I imagine hard. it would Especially be. Especially because as an entrepreneur, you're... The, the the trait common trait is ambition and you want everything to happen and you're excited for it. So it's not necessarily impatience. I call it myself excitement. It's just that it's excitement that can... Put you in a place where you're becoming patient so how do i deal with that i i really try to understand and bring myself down and say or not bring myself down but <laughs> but but make myself calm and say okay you know it's a step at a time remember how it was with the first company you started which is succulent but I remember how it took days and then weeks and then years but you already have that experience so it'll be a lot faster now because it's the second time we're doing something, or I'm doing something, but now I bring in all that experience. But it still takes time because it, it still takes time to build and construct. So I just try to remind myself. I try. We try to remind ourselves, my wife and I, Ariana, uh, since we're working at that company together, and that that it's that it takes time. That we're learning as we go. We try to remember to enjoy the journey as much as we are going to, as much as we're going to enjoy getting there. Because in the journey is where you really learn. In the journey is where you really get those nuggets that are going to help you succeed with whatever you do in the future. Yeah. is where you meet your network. is where you build those relationships, those structures for the company that you're beginning to build. And when you take all that into consideration, then you, you know, okay, it's going to take time. But there's a plan, an, an action plan, which we're executing and we're getting there. And there's a roadmap and we're executing it. So rest assured, we'll get there. You know, so yeah. it's just...
1: Take a deep breath. Putting a plan and together and, yeah. and like, but also enjoying the moment, enjoying exactly. the journey, getting to to that final destination. Exactly.
0: And and it's it's tough because sometimes it's a matter of oh the manufacturer is taking two weeks to respond or so just like oh I needed them to respond, yeah, the you know. So yeah. so it's obviously so that obviously will affect. But you know, being able to understand it's all part of the process. You know, if it was easy, everybody
1: would have done it already. That's something yeah. we say a lot. Um, so yeah. That's, are you seeing a change in the way people are consuming content especially as a content creator yourself you know built from when you started to where you are now are you seeing a difference in how people want to consume their content i'd say that in what sense like for example long format short format. Well, like kind of is there are you noticing a specific trend i mean from my perspective you know, we do a podcast series and mm-hmm. it's meant to be long form, but we have to create short form clips, of, you know, to attract the people who's, you know, who prefer to receive things in bite-sized formats. Are you noticing anything like that from your perspective?
0: You know, yes and no. At the same time, I think what, I, what I've what i seen the most is um, short for, for example, was work for me, at least short form, very informative and filled with substance not something that's very light and you know that doesn't have a lot of substance yeah um easy to replicate or entertaining and across different channels that's one that i for sure have begun. i began doing a couple years ago and that was posting my content across all different platforms not only instagram and facebook but tiktok and youtube shorts and even snapchat sometimes and the reason why is because there is a different audience for with different demographics in each platform and it's extremely important to be able to you know cater to all of them so how do they consume in each platform that's a different story so for example instagram i see that people like to see you know substance and and relatable and replicable tiktok for example uh it's i tend to see a little more entertainment so something that maybe it doesn't have to be like for example the full recipe with all the details and how you cook them maybe that works but maybe something a little more lighter and just kind of showcasing final product and, and just beauty shots that works a lot too. For example, for TikTok, YouTube shorts goes a lot with what I see on Instagram, but YouTube long form, that's its own thing. I personally um, don't or haven't begun doing YouTube long form, um, but it's something that I definitely want to do. It's hard, man. It is hard. No, (laughs) it is very hard. And, And my, my, I have huge admiration for, for the YouTubers who, who, who manage these incredible long form videos that keep you engaged from start to finish. I bow down because I I find that, you know, admirable. So I would like to get to that, for example, going back to what's next for Succulent Bite. That's something that I would like to do as well. Long form video. Um, So focusing on that as well. And for example, you see then Facebook, you have a similar audience that you would on Instagram in the sense of how they consume the content. However, it tends to be, An older audience so you see that in the comments for example they 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 comment things like oh i'm going to share this with my grandkids or oh i'm definitely taking this one to the next holiday party i mean i don't know it's different it's a different vibe which i personally love because you can put out similar content but just showcase it to a different completely different audience and interact and engage with them in a different way in a different language and not a different language or different um verb verbatim if you will or yeah but you you chit chat between um
1: your fans and, and yourself yeah. yeah awesome nico thank you so much for coming through brother no of course this man. was awesome i appreciate you and i and i'm excited to see all the cool stuff you yeah you're gonna be doing
0: yeah i yeah, know i appreciate it man thank you so much for having me it's honestly so fun to be able to do this uh together yeah and uh well, when very... we were
1: talking before we were talking about how you know a lot of times you know you're spending so much time creating these short form videos but there's not always a lot of opportunities to to really get to know Nico the person behind correct you yeah. know what they're seeing online correct. and so like this is a i think this was a great opportunity just to have a conversation and like get to know who you are and some of the like the journey of getting to where you are today and hearing about what's coming up next and what you're working on and you know the relationship with Ariana and how that's going and like how that you know helps motivate you to you know to continue building which i think is super inspirational i think everybody wants to to have that kind of a support system i agree with yeah.
0: you i agree
1: with you it's uh
0: it's definitely a, a blessing and it's not something i take for granted ever because again like you say uh it's not something that necessarily happens just yeah. because um so i consider myself lucky yeah oh, amazing <laughs> thank you so much
1: appreciate, appreciate you man. Appreciate as it. always thank you cheers thanks everybody